The newspaper industry is in dire straits these days. Circulation is down, ad revenues are down, profits are down. But there are still some things only daily newspapers provide. Here's John Carroll's take. Newspapers are the great treasure hunt of the information universe. The beauty of the daily paper lies in its serendipity, which means making fortunate discoveries by accident. In newspaper terms, that would be all those chance encounters with stories you didn't previously know you were interested in. Nowhere is that more prevalent than in newspaper obituary pages, where prince and pauper routinely rest in peace cheek by jowl. Take, for instance, the July 25, 2008 New York Times obits, which featured these two headlines. Paul Bentley, 87, detective arrested Oswald. And Eugene A. Foster, 81, dies, linked Jefferson to slave. There you have it, two sidebars to American history sitting side by side in the Times. Let's start with Paul Bentley. Dallas Police Detective Bentley, the Times recounted, snapped the handcuffs on Lee Harvey Oswald 80 minutes after the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. After shooting JFK, Oswald also killed a Dallas police officer on a nearby street, then fled to the Texas theater, where Bentley soon arrived. In its Bentley obituary, the CBS Evening News related the story this way. Now we take you back in time to the most famous arrest in U.S. history. Detective Paul Bentley taking Lee Harvey Oswald into custody after a scuffle inside the Texas theater in Dallas. A policeman hit me. Bentley said a Masonic ring he was wearing made that cut over Oswald's eye during the arrest. Afterward, the detective said he asked Oswald if he'd shot President Kennedy, and Oswald replied, find out for yourself. Fun fact to no one tell, compliments of Bentley's times obit. When Jack Ruby shot and killed Oswald two days later in the basement of the Dallas City Jail, clutching Ruby's right arm trying to wrench away his pistol was Detective Elsie Graves, Detective Bentley's brother-in-law. Family ties also marked the Times obituary of Eugene A. Foster, a pathologist who helped establish genetically the long-alleged liaison between Thomas Jefferson and his slave mistress Sally Hemings. Ten years ago, the Times noted, Foster used the then-new genetic technique of tracing ancestry through the Y chromosome to prove that Hemings' descendants were linked to Jefferson. Here's how a documentary on the A&E cable network described the outcome. In 1998, a professor at the University of Virginia announced he had genetically linked Jefferson and Hemings' descendants through DNA testing. One year later, the Thomas Jefferson Foundation accepted the findings and ever since, descendants of Sally Hemings have been welcome at the annual Jefferson family reunion. The Times obit said that in a 1998 interview about the Jefferson case, Dr. Foster expressed surprise that people had so willingly let him take specimens of their blood. The whole business has been a coming together of improbable events, he said, which, as it happens, is the very definition of serendipity. John Carroll is a mass communication professor at Boston University and a correspondent for WGBH-TV's Beat the Press. What's your take? Share your comments about this commentary or hear more of John Carroll's take online at wgbh.org slash John Carroll.